Hello and welcome to Stuart Greaves, the Real Wealth Podcast channel. This is Glenn Triller, your financial advisor. Financial planning is not boring. It can be exciting and fun and we make sure to bring that energy into the equation one podcast at a time. To get updates on our latest podcast episodes, hit the follow button on our SoundCloud or Apple podcasts. And today we have Nick Stewart, our CEO in the studio, and we talk about the year in review of terms of markets and investments. Great to be here. So Glenn, when I was looking at the, the numbers the other day, and look, we've just sent out this morning our um, all the KiwiSaver text messages that will start pinging up on the phones, and just reflecting on you know the year that's been thus mm. far mm. Uh, versus this time last year. Sure. Um, really quite a um, complete turnaround, isn't it? Um, <laughs> last year, I mean, we yeah, last year was a, uh, a challenging year uh, in many ways, and particularly ending with a, um, a final quarter, October, November, December, that we saw a bit of a dip in the world equity mm-hmm. markets. Um, but certainly, you know, what has happened since then and um, the way that the, re- the equity markets have rebounded this year has, um, has been very pleasing. Yeah. Um, and you know, and I reflect on some of the conversations I had, you know, with, with a couple of our clients, but certainly some um, people um, or prospective clients um, towards the end of last year, and people who were looking and who perhaps made the mistake of going to cash, mm-hmm. um, you know, having seen the um, a bit of volatility in the equity markets, and those, you know, some of those people who did unfortunately have missed what has been perhaps one of the the best 12 months in a decade in, in equity markets <laughs> yeah. and, um, and and have left quite a bit on the table, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah well, just, just having a look at some of these numbers. Um, so I ran these numbers um, as at the first of the 12th, just a nice clean clean period. So mm. for that 11-month um, period from the 1st of January through to the uh, 1st of December, we're talking, you know, the ASX, Aussie, the ASX 200 index, you know, 21.25. The NZX 50, 24.37. Mm. I mean, these are big numbers. These are big numbers. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, you know, we, we haven't seen this for a while. Um, you know, it, it, I look at the NZX 50 and that, that I mean, that's on the back of um, probably uh, uh, the last few years of very strong yep. performance on yep. the New Zealand share market. Um, but you know, I, I reflect on on some of those numbers and and um, what we saw last year. That the the Australian market up twenty one percent. Now that's a that's a um, a broad um, indicator there. But I reflect on last year, Australian small caps were minus twelve percent. Um, Australian what we call value caps were minus minus ten percent. Um, and you know, we saw that. Emerging markets and global value, and to give that sort of rebound has been hugely impressive. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. Well, I just one of the kind of standouts is you know you've got a lot of people who have been going into property. You know, mm. you've seen some pretty um, record low cap rates for industrial, commercial property in New Zealand. But you know, you look at the global real estate over the last twelve months. So for the calendar year twenty eighteen, this time last year, mm. global property. Just a couple of pennies under uh, in, in negative, so 0.09 of a percent negative mm-hmm. this year, 31.21%. So a whole third has been added to your return, mm. your portfolio, if you're invested solely in global real estate. Yep, yep. Um, you certainly can't um, predict that, can you? No. <laughs> from, from year on year. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, closer to home, of course. Um, 
you know, I, I looked at some figures, um, you know, 12 months ending October. Um, New Zealand nationally is up just under 3%. Yeah. Well, you're talking property. Uh, residential property. Residential yeah. property yeah. now, because uh, we know how much people love residential investing, don't mm. we? Um, we but, do. um, but, you know, we've, we've seen just under a 3% uh, increase uh, nationally in residential property. Close to the home, there are listeners here in the Hawke's Bay. Um, Hastings, for example, has gone up just under 16%. Yeah. Um, I think the median house price in Hastings a year ago was about four fifty five. Is now about five forty. So you know we've certainly seen a, um, uh, and that seems to spread out across the regions here in New Zealand as well. The yes. re, um, regions have done better than some of the main centres, particularly Auckland. But having said that, um, you know whilst uh, what are we a fifteen sixteen percent gain is um, will be pleasing for many people um, for their own property. Um, We've seen a better rate of return in global global equity markets. Yeah, we have in the same time period. Yeah, and it, and it's the first time that that's happened for a little while. Mm. What's your thoughts, Glenn, just on those people that have elected to continue to hold term deposits and yep. short dated cash facilities when they're missing the diversified return numbers? Yeah, one of the one of the things that have surprised me a little bit has been um, you know. Of late, with the, some of the client review meetings I've been um, completing and sharing with people the 12-month numbers, that everything has contributed. It hasn't just been um, you know, equities or shares, um, but also fixed interest as well. Um, quite often we see when you get some assets um, overperform, other assets wonderperform, and, mm. and often we'll see that with equities, if equities overperform, often we'll see a correlation with uh, fixed interest, and they will underperform. But fixed interest has performed very strongly as well. Um, so we know that well in the last twelve months, of course, we've had a half a percent cut in the OCR. Mm. I know the more recent one, um, the Reserve Bank has decided to hold it. Um, but there's a feeling, and many of the commentators are suggesting perhaps another quarter of a percent sometime next year. Yeah. And, and what does that leave you with term deposit on the bank? 2%, 25 It's inflation after tax, yeah. Exactly that. You know, take away inflation, you're, you're basically um, just using the bank to safeguard your money and, and not much <laughs> else. So, uh, look, I mean, um, for those people who are looking for uh, you know, a better rate of return than that, they may be... You know, I've had quite a bit of inquiry from people who are sharing with me, Glenn... The return on bank deposits, we're just topping up our income like we used to do. We're eating into the capital, um, or we're consuming capital more quickly. Mm. Um, and yeah, you know, and there's another way. Um, we can offer people a you know a, a solution which is uh, low risk, low volatility, but certainly uh, you know a jolly sight better than what they're getting on bank deposit. Um, and much better liquidity. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, trade plus three days and you're liquid. Which and, is, yeah, yeah. And you're liquid. Um, you know, I, I think um, just to remind people, if you're with a Australian-owned bank, you need 31 days notice to get your money out of your bank deposit. Um, mm. You know, it's quite some time ago now they introduced a requirement that you have to give 31 days notice, and I'm still getting people now getting caught out by this. Wow. You know, if you need funds in a hurry. Um, you got to give thirty-one days notice, yep. mm. yeah. and I guess there'd be a cost penalty on that as well. You know, you know, there, there may be a charge to, there, to break. There's pr- there's a probable break fee in that um, uh, by way of interest yes. being charged. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, hey, just 
Going one layer deeper, just on these numbers, just looking at the uh, return matrix that we'll be delivering to clients in January for the year, mm. but just looking at the 18 versus 19 numbers to date, it's really interesting, you know, the value in small premiums just still not there. You know, I'm looking at these New Zealand numbers here, you know, at the top, the um, you've got NZ Large. So mm -hmm. this year, you know, it did a very reasonable 20 24.5% return. Sure. But then we look, look, you know, halfway down there at NZ Small, 5.8. Mm, quite a disparity, isn't there? Wow. Yeah, well, yeah, certainly, certainly surprising. And But, but you know, we, we will see um, um, small caps um, come back. Yep. Um, it's just a, you know, I'd encourage investors to uh, remain in their seat and um, small in value um, because they, yeah, they will come back. And, you know, we share with people like a 12-year matrix, if you will, you know, mm. your best and worst performance. And um, something that's very strong that comes out of it is we can't pick in time what's going to be the next year best performer. Yeah. Um, you know, this idea that we, we're able to pick the market, um, you know, we certainly push back against. Um, and, you know, it's really been well diversified. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, sage advice. Sage advice. Anyway, um, Cindy, from myself and all of us here at Stuart Financial Group, we wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Um, we'll be closed from Friday the 20th um, from 3.30 and reopening on Monday the 13th of January. So safe travels, um, all the very best, great Christmas, and look forward to speaking to you all in the new year.